0: Welcome, you're listening to Geekologist Radio 2.0, a division of the Ninja Pancake Family of Podcasts. It's Damien, and welcome to Geekologist Radio 2.0. This week we are wow, no. Hey, it's Damien, and welcome to Geekologist Radio 2.0. This week we are it on in on. <laughs> hey, it's Damien, and welcome to Geekologist Radio 2.0. This week we are all in on Fallout 76, the massive online multiplayer game brought to us by Bethesda.
1: I love doing that yeah, to you. I, I packed that in a quick. Ass. Uh, so, I apologize, folks.
0: Guys, this week we're doing a special episode, obviously, on 76. It's our first weekend. We did the same with, you know, Red Dead. We got to do it with Fallout 76. With me tonight, we got Nick in PDX, as you know, as usual. And then we have Rez is back. What's going on, man?
2: Man, I am doing good. I am glad to be here, and I'm ready to talk some 76.
0: Nice, nice, nice. And of course, you've been streaming this quite a bit. I've been streaming it back and forth, but you've been on 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 Twitch, streaming this like a madman.
2: Yeah, it's been uh, fun uh, doing whatever sort of path that night leads me, either solo uh, with the team. It's been great either way.
0: Yeah, I feel the same. But before we get into that, let's get into the promotionary stuff. First off, guys... Be sure you check out all our friends. We will post links anytime we have any of our friends that are streaming stuff on here. Obviously, we want you to see their content, so check at the end of the show. <clears throat> check at the end of the show. Look out for, for their links to whatever they're streaming on. This happens to be Twitch. Also, we did partner with uh, Games with Chin. So if you're looking for him, check him out. He's on Mixer. He's on. He's funny as hell on Twitter. And uh, yeah, so his community is a part of the geekologist radio community. So make sure you're you're joining up from that, uh, and checking out some of his content stuff like that. That he's coming out, he's the first of our streamers to come in on board for a stream team. We're working on a few other things, so definitely check that out. Also, guys, we are part of ninjapancake.com, it's a uh, group of just podcasts that's just pretty amazing. That's our network, bread and butter over there. If you guys like podcasts, you like geeky stuff. Especially, guys, if you like The Division, please, please go over there and check out. I'm about to sneeze. It. Bomb, bombshell Jackets? No, I'm about to sneeze. Oh, uh, <laughs> know it's gone. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, guys, if you're friends and fans of The Division, please go over and check out Bombshell Jackets. And uh, all sorts of stuff. Geek squatch They pick a show, pick a movie, pick all sorts of stuff of the, like, nostalgia. And they bring it right back to you, and, like, just in a full-on podcast that goes deep diving into it. Definitely go over and check out our friends over there. If you need to reach us, reach out to us on geekologistradio at gmail.com. Or, again, check us out, ninjapancake.com. And, uh, yeah, that's where we're at right now. Also on Twitter, minus the, uh, Geekologist Radio minus the T for character restrictions. Twitter, what are you doing? Come on, let us have a little
1: longer name. Just say it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's insane at this point. They let you have a thousand words now. They do? Per tweet. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Plus, join us on the Discord. It'll be in the show notes. Get in there, talk scary movies, talk whatever. Uh, Different threads happen. Games of Chins on there now. So people that are listening from the Games of Chins community, there's a whole dedicated part for him on there. So please join us on there. Hold up. You just said something about social media. I'm the social media guy for for us. Twitter is only
0: still allowing me 200, like 250 (laughs) words. How the heck are you getting 1,000?
1: I feel like I see tweets that just go on and on, and on, and then I just scroll right past them. That's called a thread. That's too much. That's called a thread, and that's other people's. Twitter is supposed to be a quick hit, and people are doing with a long thing. They're doing one word and making their tweets, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. Half a page on your computer screen. I have seen that. I have seen that. Yeah, it looks like a thousand words. It's annoying. I don't read them. I just go past them.
0: Guys, (laughs) we don't have a top story of the week this week because, obviously, this is a special show, so it's special. God, I'm having one. This is what happens when I work and jump over to it's a special show because <laughs> we're jumping into Fallout 76. General thoughts right now. Solo and multiplayer. What is that? Oh, it's an online multiplayer game, but you can play solo? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So first off, guys, let's actually open up with that. So is Fallout 76 a solo game, or is it a multiplayer game, or is it both? I
2: think I think you can definitely play uh, solo and still have... The same <clears throat> Fallout feel uh, from the past, um, without you know even stretching. It's it's literally Fallout Four, um, in an environment that you could also choose to play with other people. It's it, it acts the same. It's I mean the loot is there, the 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 lore is there. Um, you can soak that in as a solo player just as much as you could
0: before. I feel the same way. Of this, I actually just started playing Fallout Four just a little bit, just to kind of, kind of with uh, on from Games Pass, just to compare. And I was like, okay, I want to go and compare this because the last game I played was Fallout New Vegas. That was my main Fallout game that I, I played was Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas. So I was like, you know what? Uh, let's go back. Let's let's check this out. Let's see the comparison. And it does. It feels the same. It like people who are saying that it doesn't feel the same. I feel that maybe you didn't really play fallout and you just watched it being played because if you don't know the con- like the concept of the game where you don't know how it plays people see shooting mechanisms and they think oh that's a hitbox oh that's this that's gonna play a certain way but you don't it's a different style of game it's a shooter rpg whereas basically you gotta think of your guns as if they're as if you're swinging a a sword an axe or you're casting a spell and you got hit points that you're taking off of something and each attack has a chance of taking certain damage and other things are you know there's elemental damage and things like that you got to take that into consideration when you're building your guns and what what you're using and your guns are taking the place of your swords and that and so you know you don't you might not hit something and then it instantly dies because you got a headshot
1: right yeah i think uh, i think the difference i i played a uh I have not finished Fallout Four. I'm a bad finisher on long. <laughs> you and I both <laughs> solo game Skyrim uh, Odyssey. I, I'm I'm halfway through all of these things. Uh, I lose interest and I jump into the multiplayer. I'm a I'm a, a, a... I'm addicted to multiplayer games, but this game, if the movement feels a little bit different, it's not as clean and crisp as Fallout 4, but that's obviously because you're on an online server with other players. So you're going to have the glitchy feel sometimes. Other times I'm playing and I feel like I can move around fairly similar to Fallout 4 and jump over things. And I can also maneuver when I'm fighting scorches. Uh, The maneuverability of it does feel kind of the same. But on the question, can you play this game as a solo? I think you can. Um, I was talking to Rez out, uh, off the podcast. And I told him, I'm, I'm basically playing this game as a Minecraft player. I am going around. I'm finding resources. I'm building resource collectors. i um, hooking up to electricity. Kind of similar to things that you would do on Minecraft. I am collecting the resources. I am scrapping items to build more items in my camp. Um, I get very addicted to finding and building in these type of games so the building aspect of it for me will take up a lot of my solo play and it's not even just fact to to just have like oh this is the coolest base i want to build like a skyscraper i want to test the limits of how high i can build this base and we'll get into later of why i might never be able to do that
2: yeah i mean i for most of the beta um i was playing as a solo player and i didn't feel um any different than i did um in fallout 4 and, and nick don't be too hard on yourself i've never finished fallout 4 either and i put so many hours and so many characters into the game because i didn't care about the story I, I i didn't i know for for um fan perspective i should have probably finished the story once but i just never really cared for it it didn't uh, we've said it before it never really made sense to me the type of story fallout's always created this is the first time I feel the story makes sense for the game, what we're doing. You know, we can come out the vault and I could say, F you, Overseer, I don't care about you. I'm going to go out and reclaim this land. And I don't care what you did. I don't care where you are. You can do whatever you want. Um, you know, before, it just didn't <laughs> make sense. You're putting me into the uh, the body of this father who just watched his wife get killed. And, and, oh, Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> and your son gets taken and now you're like, oh, but I got to go help that settlement over there. It didn't make any sense. This, I feel, is a a game that you can literally actually finally do what you want, when you want. Um, if you don't want to follow the story right away, that's fine. You want to go build your house because you feel like you need to survive? You are going to go do that.
1: You could definitely take this as a survival mode like I have to survive I don't need to follow you know the overseer tapes from the beginning um which we'll mention later on the halo tapes but uh, we don't have to follow that all right away. We can just take this as a complete survival game. And like I said, I was, I'm was i kind of playing it like I, I did Minecraft. and Minecraft fake it first came out. I, I'm finding resources. I'm melting them down, and I'm building and stuff. And that's what, what I'm doing. I'm playing it like I do
0: survival. Like I play Ark Survival Evolve, which I just got yeah. back into a little bit on a new server. And, you know, it's I'm playing it as a survival game, and I I love survival genre. And it's, for me, this is really cool. Like, yo, at first I was a little taken back. I forgot because it's been a bit for me since I've been in a Fallout game so when I was shooting I wasn't hitting my target I was like god what's going on but then all of a sudden I, I got a few perk cards that worked out better and I was able to build new attachments to my guns and now all of a sudden I have a pipe gun that's literally made from pipes and I'm I'm hitting things and I'm watching the health just go shoom, shooting the, all the way down because you know I'm hitting them with hollow point 45 rounds you know they're just they're they're falling over and I can make all those things so it's that part for me I'm like Oh, hey, wait! you don't have this awesome shotgun that I have that I can build. You give me the m- mats. I will build you this gun, and now you're gonna go out there and feel the same way and I'm telling you running around with a silent shotgun i and i, I talk- I talked to you about this uh about this was that I feel like I'm the main villain from no country for old men with the pipe with 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 the uh, <laughs> yeah. uh the bolt gun because. Yeah, you're walking around with this extended barrel shotgun with a silencer on the end. I'm just like, cha-chink, and then things are falling over. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I did that. And I think
2: also, um, as you you would talk about perk cards and getting stronger, that is one thing as a solo player. Um, at times I did feel severely weak and unable to do anything. And especially I, I went down to the ash heap for the first time last night at level 32. And that's supposed to be a level 25 to 35 area. Um, and we were getting, we were getting wrecked. Nick and I was getting wrecked. And later on, after Nick had to go, uh, he had to leave, I got I ran into two level 50 scorch Beasts. So obviously it's not just level 35 because it was literally two level 50 scorch Beasts and they tore me a new one for about a half hour straight because I couldn't run away from them. I couldn't do anything. Um, I mean, I could have spawned away, but I was trying to do something in that area. So, um, it's definitely a solo game, but you're also, um, you need to be at level. You need to be, uh, working those perk cards. Um, And then you can, you know, maybe take those beasts on, but you can do it both ways, solo
1: or with a team. I suggest too, if you're playing a solo, if you're getting in and you know, you're going to be in there for a couple hours and maybe you're going to start up a, you know, a workbench or start a workshop and build your camp. And you're just going to like, I'm just going to get some resources. I would suggest that you go into your perk cards and adjust your perk cards go in there and adjust your perk cards for, you know, survival type mode where, you know, get the card for that uh, you, you're you less thirsty, 10%. Or you, at each place you find, you can find, you know, more dog food. I have a dog food card that I was telling Rez about that gives me more HP and way less rads. Uh, so anytime I find dog food right now, I'm in it. But if I'm going to jump into a multiplayer game, there is multiplayer perk cards that I can get while playing with you guys that will give me different perks and I should go in there when we start playing together. I should go in there and adjust my cards.
0: Now, that's the thing I was just going to talk about is that this game plays very much. You have, instead of having to have a bunch of different characters. So that you have one character that's perked out this way or one character perked out this way. What happens is you're building your deck of cards. And we know after level 50 you still gain experience to get cards new packs and stuff like that and so you'll still be gaining pat you know trying to unlock these other cards and be able to build create your own personal builds yes. and that so what you're doing is you're, i mean it's like thinking of magic the gathering things like that you build your deck well instead of having different character classes like oh i'm a sniper or oh, i'm this when you go into your groups this is when we talk about group grouping in games you can talk to each other like i don't have certain plans but maybe you have the certain plan you can go build and drop an item on on my camp now I I can use that now it goes against my my uh, amount of allotted items or space that I can have but I can utilize that item and as long as it doesn't break down like I can repair the item and I can and I can I can take it and put it in and hold on to it like if I don't want to use it I can put it in back into my inventory but I just can't build another one so if something happens and it goes it gets destroyed I wouldn't be able to rebuild it
2: it's interesting though, because we—I feel like I remember Todd Howard talking about, or somebody, or maybe this was a rumor, or they thought that we'd be able to copy plans, um, using some type of in-game mechanic. Am I crazy? Did anybody else hear that? I—I I, I don't know if that's something that I'm just making up, but I feel like I thought I remember hearing about a mechanic where you could if you have the plan you could make a copy of it for somebody else but maybe I'm maybe just... if you
0: had like the right materials like you had some type of like notebook or some type of carbon paper maybe if you had mm-hmm. that like that you'd be able yeah. to make because a... you can loot that
2: technical data like yes like that yeah and, and i don't know it's in a weird area of your inventory
0: so. yeah i haven't loot, i don't know what yeah. it does maybe yeah, that's maybe it's maybe, maybe it's not even yeah maybe something's not out because you know, that's the other thing about this is that we keep hearing rumors that like there's new items being appearing that people thought that, Oh, I they thought they found all the items, like all the clothing or something like that. And then all of a sudden they're out there looking and then they find a new outfit. And we don't know if they're doing their unlike, you know, maybe something was programmed into the game, but they have switches and they're just like, Oh, we're going to make this drop for the day. You know, something like that. Cause I'm running into people and I'm finding more and more items. Like before I had my biggest complaint was that there wasn't enough under undergarments that went underneath your armor because you might want your armor to show and that a lot of that was because of clipping issues so certain clothing you just have the outfit on you don't see your armor now as from a pvp perspective that's really dangerous for someone to see side i'm going to go shoot that person because you don't know what type of gear they got on if they're you can you can put like oh i'm going to wear this outfit now you can't see what i'm wearing you don't know if they got some like uh named special elite drop or anything yeah
1: so yeah because i now i can build and i'm you're higher than me res you're at 32 i'm at 19 i could build metal legs right now which i was happy about they're not leather anymore i can build metal legs so yeah you're right I, I was curious about that when you put when i put on a different outfit and i can't see my armor i wasn't really i, I mean i would like to show my armor but you're right if you're getting a PvP situation that's gonna really you're not sure what they're at they could have well, I mean, we could talk about this later, but they can have a power armor on right now, and you don't know. Uh, so, I mean, there's, there's a, there is, there is. I wish that you could put the armor on the outside. That's a good point. I didn't think. But about But what it is is what I, I was
0: just going to get on on that is that there is a lot more clothing items than I originally knew. Oh yeah. That allow you to show your armor. Uh, so basically, when you're going to find these, you're going to find these when. But I haven't found any items in world that show the armor. What what you'll do is you'll find them as vendor items on the robots, and you go and you go you can go to purchase. and go over to and look at uh, look at apparel. When you look at apparel, you can pick stuff. Harness looks really cool, guys. I I I can't. I, I typically wouldn't tell someone to go get this so they can look like me, but I'm telling you the harness. If you want to look like an like a waist like an uh, like the waist or the uh, raider, the what raider. raider? If you want to look like a raider, you get the harness and then whatever armor you got on, you, you'll you look like a raider instantly. Uh, then there's like the long johns, and then there's the, the, the military fatigues.
2: Yeah, I think this is kind of like a other side of the spectrum, because I feel like I remember in Fallout 4, people were upset or that you could have all these outfits, yet they were blocked by the armor. So now we're flipped on the other side, where now... We can see nothing but our outfits. I think it's great because I was telling somebody about the uh, Union outfit. I think it's the Union soldier outfit where you see the backpack on. Um, And then also that other one that you have now. The Confederate, yeah. Yeah, but now Damien. I I can make
0: the Confederate. I can actually make that for people. I have the plans for that. Right. No,
2: there's also the chess piece that you can make. It's like that trapper one. I think that's what you have is the Trapper. So that has a backpack attached to it too. Uh, So, And I I really feel for the survival, for the lore, for the role-playing aspect that having a backpack, even though it's not functional, is really nice.
0: Speaking of role-playing, I have something that we posted on the Facebook page that we will talk about a little later in the episode. And it's really, really awesome. So
1: we'll get in on that. I wish we could do this like PUBG-style res where we put the backpack on and all of a sudden your weight goes yeah. up by 20% or yeah. something or 10%. Yeah. Or if you put on like a, a whatever, you put on something else and you can carry more weapons or something. But, I mean, you can carry as much as you want. I think our weights without power armor right now, your weight is at 170. And then with power armor, I believe it's 190. Am I correct, Rez? Well, it depends
2: um, on what your strength is. Your, okay, your strength great, per yeah. special is going to affect your...
1: There you go. So if you're playing solo, uh, get that strength card so you can carry more. And Yeah, that's right, because I do have the card right now to my weapons are 10% lighter. And then my oh, there's also a card I saw that uh, any aid or food is 10% lighter too, which helps because I carry a lot of that stuff on me because you don't know what you're going to need. I don't, I don't really like putting that in my uh, stash box and, and keeping that away from me. Now, on the solo side of things, I have found myself building like I said I found myself wandering the wastelands and discovering new locations so discovering a new location on my own and just opening up like the capitol building and walking in there and trying to fight my way through there by by myself I'm, I'm finding a lot of enjoyment into that but then on the flip side of things like me and Rez are talking about I, re- I ran into a scorched beast and it's a level 50 Scorch Beast. And I was inside of a container in a building. It shoots out like sonic wave fire beams. And even inside of a building, it still was affecting me. It was knocking me down. I mean, each hit was like a quarter of my life. Uh, I couldn't, it, I didn't have anything close to powerful enough to that. So at this point, when I was fighting on my own, no, you're fine. At this point, when I was fighting on my own. This is where the multiplayer side of things come in because then i if i had rez at 32 damien at 20 and then maybe silver who i believe is 25 if we had four of us it it distracts the beast so all, all four of us could take shots at it and you know if you have stem packs you can heal real quick which i have the perk card This is just off topic here. I have the perk card where if I'm so low on life, it automatically uses my stem packs. I got to take that off. I have no stem packs because it always keeps using it. When I want to save those and use other things to fill my life, I got to take that card off. (laughs) Yeah, But so, I'm sorry. I was just going to say this on this what gets on the multiplier side of things of where at the solo side, I'm running into this guy and I'm going, damn, I wish I had some friends with me so we could try to take this beast on and see what it gives us if we take it down.
0: Yeah, no, it's it, the, the whole multiplayer stuff with this game totally takes it and turns it upside down. Because, I mean, like we we talked about in the beta when we were playing together and we talked and then I've been, you know, like when I'm running around with Chin, like it went and we, we kind of created our own story. Uh, I mean, so much so that like I found the priest vestments. And he is now a creepy priest that runs around with like a top hat. And, I and saw he, that. he's just scary as all hell. Like, it makes me run around and clench every time he's behind me. Uh, but so much so that we actually, one night when we were playing, uh, we wound up, everybody was logging off. And then for one random reason, we decided to drop all clothes and go down to streaking, except for I had my armor on. So I had my armor on and then my. My my you know just my underwear and then he drops down and he's running after me with a big axe and just screaming in game chat and like we're running through the town and there's these new players that are walking around just kind of looking you just see this naked guy streaking go no help me help me help me and I have people shooting him trying to help me because he's chasing after me with an axe trying to trying to you know try to get me and just it just th- that's the kind of thing is is the multiplayer it is what it what you want it to be yeah you know it's like. The Fallout School. What's going to happen is this is going to get its niche community, and it's going to stick with that, and it's going to be they're going to create amazing content with it. And then when updates come out, you're going to get more people that come back into it, check it out. Uh, yes, I do feel that Fallout would do really well to become to team up with Xbox and become a Game Pass game. I think that that's something that this that they might want to look into in the future. Uh, probably, probably sooner than than not. I'm glad that I purchased the game outright and that I have it and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm enjoying, I've got enough enjoyment out of it already that for me, the full price price point was worth it. I'm not looking at these sale prices. I'm feeling, feeling bad for myself or anything like that. I actually am enjoying the game enough and I've gotten enough enjoyment out of it already that i calculate out in hours spent. And, you know, I've got over, I got over, you know, I, I think I got, I don't know, I got over a day in now of hours into this game. And for me to have... If I start thinking about going to a movie or I start talk, thinking about renting movies, things like that, if I had to rent to have that much time, of playtime in, you know, I'd spend well over the amount that I spent on the
1: game. So for... Oh, for, yeah. And movie theaters charge up the ass for beer right yeah. now. Yeah. So you're going way over the top here. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs>
0: this this is it's fun. And it's something I can experience with my friends.
1: Yeah. All I was going to say is the multiplayer thing is what you want it to be. It's not... You're in a sandbox multiplayer game. This is not Call of Duty, and we're in team deathmatch. We're, you know, uh, uh Battlefield Five right now. We have strict, you know, guidelines of what we're trying to do or 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 solve or whatever. Me and Rez in the beta, uh, Rez was doing a twenty-four hour stream, and I've mentioned this a couple times, but we were at uh, I believe it was the water park, or uh, and and we talked to some we talked to some robot. Uh, I forget. Uh, I forget what the name of that robot is. Anyways. Annie. But anyway, oh, what, see, I got, I
0: got to talk to Annie. I'm on a quest to find yeah. Annie. I haven't found Annie. I, I keep finding yeah. the nanny.
1: nanny yeah, nanny. so we t- that's right. We talked to Nanny, and we had to find this kid's bracelet. It basically went out of that. But I think because we were sidetracked so many times, Rez, mm-hmm. we spent like two hours on this mission. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this mission, we went back to the uh, Nanny, and we got uh, a nice weapon. Mm-hmm. It was a, a machine gun. Mm-hmm. It was totally worth it but it's not like we followed a linear path to this mission we basically went different ways and we stopped and we rebuilt our our camp and we put stuff in our you know our stash box so we just made the multiplayer that day that me and you were playing we just made it to what we wanted to make it uh one of the things was rez was doing 24 stream and he was very tired at that time and lost his voice so <laughs> 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 which was fun to play with a a a rez less voice <laughs>
0: See, something about that is that the, the, this is a style of game that we're starting to get. Now, Sea of Thieves kind of was the one to start it, where it's more open to interpretation of what you want it to be. you got to think of it as there's a toy box, and you are got action figures and a play set. But nobody tells you how you're going to choose to play. You make up your games, you make up your fun, and we have more fun, obviously, if we have a visual... Like, you know, if it's a very visual in-depth like place it the play-in well guys the games we're getting they're, they're they're listening they're giving us this stuff yet then we have the and it's the vocal minority it's a problem although with this game there seems like there is a little bit more than the vocal minority that are complaining and that's because also it's picked up a lot of players who are kind of trying to find a new environment to uh, to to live in kind of as their, as their mainstay game, because they might be tired of your call of duties or things like, or destiny or things like that, but they want something new. But then when they go into this game and it's not giving them that, you know, Destiny's open, but still linear. And it's not giving them that linear path to go on. I'm going to have to do this. No, you could take a quest like me. I have a whole bunch of quests that I have. Yes. I do parts of. And then I'm like, Oh, you know, squirrel. And I'm off looking at the shiny thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, it, but it happens, and I still haven't seen most of the map, and I've, I've looked up some videos and seen what people have done, and the fact that there actually is in-game content in here. which it, That's a
1: that's a good comparison, though, for Sea of Thieves, because Sea of Thieves not, is a multiplayer yeah. game that is not... You do whatever you want with your friends. Yes. And that's what No Man's Sky is actually... Me and Rez are talking about this um, before the podcast, too, is that No Man's Sky took about 18 months, now two years, to really get their footing. And they've made a very beautiful, uh, just I mean the colorful game. It's it's extremely well done, and the water is something you're gonna have to experience, uh, Damien, because I know you love water yeah, in the yeah, game. I do. And now you can swim, so it's something we have to experience together. And No Man's Sky also now is a multiplayer game that you don't you could do whatever you want in.
0: Yeah, I mean you can go and and I mean with No Man's Sky they came out with different servers, so they have like their hardcore servers. That's like the that's like the Diablo hardcore where if you die you lose everything.
1: But, yes, yes. But there do. is yeah. some
0: things I learned about that that are kind of work around. Where like if you if you're part of a team and you lose everything, your team can kind of abs, abs, collect, collect your, your stuff, stuff yeah. and then you can create a new and then join the team back up. So there's ways around that, but it makes it more. It makes for streamers for one thing. That makes No Man's Sky when you play in those modes. It's everybody's kind of like on edge. Like is he gonna die? Is he gonna die? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the the,
2: the the impatient gamer these days is is really they just try to crush a game like this it, it's been on 11 days yes exactly <laughs> thank you
1: and they've already released one patch too yeah.
2: in 11 days we have to let the game breathe and nobody is even most most people are not even in that on that life they, they don't they don't let a game breathe they want you to they want your hand to be held through the game they don't have imagination it's it's Figure it out, you know, Be create the game. They're, they're, they're giving you this world. Yes, there's quests. They're giving you this world to, to make your own. And just do it. Don't be that gamer that needs everything handed to them. And and that gets to the, I mean, we'll talk about it, earlier, the stash box. That's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a high thing for me. I personally, if they up it a little bit, I don't care. But I really don't think they need to. It's, it's, it's something, you know, figure it out.
0: I'm a ma- I'm a massive hoarder, and that's my promise. I'm a massive hoarder, and <laughs> yeah. I want every I, I want to be able to have every like I don't want I'm like don't make it realistic for me with the clothing so I fall into that thing because it's like clothing, oh it's only ten pound but then it adds up and I'm like I it adds I, up yeah. I'm like I want to be able to one day if I want to if I want to walk around wearing a dress man let me wear a dress let me let me put that dress on and walk around and go after you
1: like let me you know. I have a creepy hospital. So do I. So right do now, I. I have, I have the nurse's yeah.
0: outfit. I like I'll wear that. I'm like okay. Now I need to go in and do some makeup. <laughs> and make myself look like the Joker. And you dye my hair green. I'm like that's like first of they when I got that. I'm like I'm gonna chase after you. Be a creeper. But,
2: yeah, I'd be one to contend having all outfits weigh nothing. I don't know what they weigh now, but I, I think I think cosmetic stuff should weigh nothing. Um, I agree with that. You know, yeah. I feel. I mean, again, it's not. I wish you shouldn't um, hamper us for. For wanting to, to, to be to able to change things way. up at a time yeah.
0: especially for yeah. people if you you make it you want to make it as easy as possible to make yourself look different have different appearances because people are going to take this game and they're going to turn it into machinima and stuff like that and you want people to be able to you want to make it easier on those guys because that is advertising for you so as a gaming company you want to You want to support your machinima groups because they're going to make those things that go viral. They're going to make those funny videos and they're going to make people want to come to your world.
1: One thing Rez mentioned was that the people nowadays want things so quickly and everything's so fast and the content comes to you so quickly. These games, like Rez said, have to breathe. This is a Fallout multiplayer game. If you've played Fallout 3, Las Vegas, or 4... These are huge, huge environments that's a giant playground that you can do whatever you want. And especially in Fallout 4, when they added in the buildings uh, aspect of things, you really people built just amazing structures. Now, I don't have the patience for that to collect all that stuff, but that took a lot of time for somebody. Now in Fallout 76, I feel like they've added, I don't know, let's say Fallout 4 for each building had 5% loot that you could pick up, you know, random, you know, ceramic, plastic, whatever you want to say, steel. I feel like Fallout 76, they upped it 50%. Each location has so much junk for you to pick up so you can actually craft easier. Um, I, I appreciate that because I said I'm, I'm playing it kind of like a Minecraft thing on my solo, but also a multiplayer thing. Me and Rez are playing last night and Rez was over on one side of the map. I was over here. I could easily fast travel to Rez real quick and just join up with them if you wanted me to, but I was kind of busy doing my own thing, but we're still playing together. So again, on the solo side of things, I think we all agree that on the solo side of things, we're doing it however we want to do it. You can uh, if you start off and you want to follow the Overseer Halo Tape missions, follow them. If you don't want to follow them like Rez said, don't follow them. So what I want to do now is
0: I want to ask you guys what you would rate this game on a scale of one to ten, and then as we go through the rest of the episode, we're just gonna we're gonna explain our reasoning why we give that rating. So if someone was to come on here, they were to listen, they would ask you, what would you rate this game and why? We're gonna to explain to them why, but right now we're gonna give our ratings. Nick, let's go with you.
1: Yeah, that's a. I was going to wait till the end of the episode cuz we have other Okay, things to all discuss. right. If you want to if you want But no, no, it's fine because as we discuss these other issues that are in the game that we're going to discuss, we're not all roses and yeah. you know and and uh, flowers here. Um I think the game has room to grow, and I I think I'm at fifty percent. I think I'm at five out of ten right now because I want the game to get to a certain location. So I think I'm a little low on it at this point. And that's more stability issues and and graphic issues and everything like that. The overall like having fun in the game, like you said, Damien. I don't. I have no regrets of paying sixty dollars for the game.
0: That's that's a good that's a good answer, Rez? I would say.
2: As of right this moment now, and like you said, we'll explain later, I would give it an 8. Because I expect for me that it will reach to 10 if they fix a couple certain things. But I would say right now, what did I just say? 8? Yeah, you said <laughs> Okay, I was battling internally between 7 and 8, but I would say <laughs> an 8. Um,
1: That's a high score though, man. That's a high score. Yeah. I,
2: it's, it's, it's scratching everything I need it. Except as a couple of things that I needed to scratch to get the full awesome. to get the full
0: feel, <laughs> so for me right now it's sitting at a seven. So we're we're right across we're right kind of right across the spectrum. I do feel that it's gonna It has the potential to up that score. I think that it could go to an eight point five to a nine. I don't know if this game would be a ten because I'm I'm sitting there thinking of games I've played and I'm trying to. But it has the ability to go there. Like if you were to play survival games. ARC right now for me, like if I go into ARC and with all the changes they made and allowed you to play, you can play the game and not and actually have a life now. ARK for me is kind of when it comes to survival games, is right up there at a almost 10 now. Uh, that's on PC, on console. Console it's sitting at about an eight still for me, but that's because of all the all the ease of life that they've added into the game and then the depth of story that they've added to the game. If bringing that so bringing that into a fallout comparison for me right now Fallout's at a 7 and I'll explain that as we go on but it is yeah it's getting a lot of the itching. Wow, that sounds bad. It is scratching that itch and it is uh it is giving me the in- the thing that I've always wanted to do with Bethesda games. I would go into them and I'd be like yeah, damn, I would like to play this with at least four people. And it gave me that opportunity. And for that, I love them as a company. I mean, granted, I wanted to play Elder Scrolls with people. I have ESO online, and I don't play it as much as I I would. And there's a reason for that, that I hope that Fallout doesn't go down. And I'll talk about that, too, as giving final thoughts. But,
1: Nick. I was just going to say that No Man's Sky was a 4 out of 10 for me when it first launched. I was really disappointed. That game is like an eight out of 10 now Oh yeah. for all the stuff they added. And it took two years for them to raise that score. I think after a year, maybe it would have been like a six to me, maybe a five and a half. And now that it's it, it all the things they added to, to make the game, what they wanted to make. And plus listen to the fans. And that's what brought the game up so high. So um, when I gave it a five out of 10, I'm giving the, the game room to breathe. I think it's going to take some time. I honestly think it's going to take, unfortunately, I think, in two years when we talk about this game, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, Fallout 76, everybody's playing. This thing's a massive, huge, you know, success. But I think right now people, after 11 days, like Red said, it's only been 11 days. I think people are disappointed because of the name that's attached to it. Now, when you have No Man's Sky, which doesn't have the lore, the history that, you know, Fallout does. When you attach Fallout to something, people are expecting like, you know, AAA A you know, just flesh content. And so like a game like Red Dead Redemption two, that we, I think all across the board, I think we gave tens for, uh, we love so much. And I believe a lot of, a lot of people are giving it high, high reviews. That's something that's, you know, fleshed out and, you know, a finished game. So this, this thing has a lot of room to breathe. First
0: off, We got, we've been kind of dancing around this. We talked about the game, been on 11 days. It's already got a patch. we're not talking about a day one patch. We're talking about an actual patch to fix some of the bugs that we were experiencing. Most of which were uh, connection side issues on uh, uh, for, initially was on PlayStation, that they're having some connection, major connection issues. They fixed those. And then when they fixed those, uh, Xbox started having some
1: connection issues. Yeah, they did. So the bug fixes for November 19th, uh, I'll just go over um, real quickly arts and graphics, um, some camera issues, graphic issues, uh, enemy uh, things, fix an issue in which some enemies could chase the player farther than attended. So if you're trying to run away from something, I don't know if that really um, had any issues with that. Um, this one is a big one, though. Loot. Ghoul and Scorched Officers now correctly drop new code pieces upon being killed by a player. Now, Rez, you were describing to me exactly what the officers look like. Yeah,
2: they have like a, you know old-timey army radio, looks like, on their back. You know, like one of those kind of huge radios. Um, and they make a beeping noise. And um, we did kill one last night, and he did not drop a new code.
1: Yeah, you're right. He did not. And so it's one of those old radios that you'd see, like in like Forrest Gump, when they're calling in for an (laughs) airstrike and he's cranking up the radio. Yeah, so that's a big one. So people look out for that. Make sure your officers are dropping the new code pieces like they're supposed to be. And you can hear them too, right? Because you can hear like a little beeping sound as you get closer to them. Another thing is the camp workshops and crafting blueprints fix an issue that caused blueprints to break into smaller parts after logging out and back in the Fallout 76. Now, what we mean by that is that if you lose your camp, which we'll discuss, it, it will, or you change your camp, the camp that you built will go into blueprints in your stored location if you start up a new camp. What it was doing, it was taking half your structure and putting it into several different blueprints. Um, so you would have to connect them all back together, or you'd just have to scrap them at the point and build new ones. So that was an issue. Hopefully that is fixed for everybody out there. Uh, plans... Uh, painted applied to power armor during fallout 76 beta will now appear correctly on the item that they were painted and those paints now can now correctly be applied to additional sets of power armor so a power armor paint fix there. quest bureau of tourism the pricket fork token dispenser can now be repaired i've had that quest on my thing forever because every time i went through it, i just walked right through it and i was like what is going on here and then uh actually rez last night's Uh, when we were playing together mentioned to me that it's fixed i have not got up there to actually complete that quest yet but anybody at the civil war reenactment there is a token dispenser for you to fix um there's some pvp player interaction fixes uh respawning or seeking revenge you can seek revenge i had I actually got into some PvP, the Junkyard Res, where me and you had talked about building a camp right next to it so you can collect resources. Three guys were playing together and I brought them to my camp just to show them how I built something and I was throwing up the emojis and stuff. And then they just started killing me (laughs) at my camp. So I tried to seek revenge, but that didn't happen. Even though they were kind of trolling me, I was still having fun with it because it was something new in the game. And then the other stuff is some hotkey fixes uh, through PC uh, patch notes. The one thing they did mention, and Rez had talked about it before, the stash box is, I believe, the weight is 400 now. Um, I, They did talk about adding more weight to that for hoarders like Damien.
2: Yeah, they, they did say that that would be in the future. And also for PC players, a push-to-talk option, which was a huge request from the PC community. Which
1: Also a FOV slider, too, for PC, which is much needed. Adjust the fields of view. Especially yeah, if you have uh, one you... of those widescreen monitors. Yeah, you kind of need that for PC players. Ultra wide support for PC in that patch. So a lot of stuff was for the PC side of things.
0: Aside from the the patch notes, one of the things, one of the biggest bugs that we've all, we have all been affected by this at some time is the power armor glitch, which right now the only fix for this power armor glitch is really annoying because these things are expensive uh, to make when you're, what we're talking about is you have to drain your fusion core, log out and log back in. Fusion cores are expensive to make. I mean, it's a lot, it takes a lot of uh, materials to make them, or they're hard. They
1: can be hard to find. They can't be hard to find. Yes.
2: Yeah, they're very not easy to drain too. And unfortunately, that that bug made me uh, had to run around, jump around, use vats a lot, and I had a full battery going. <laughs> so I had to I had to burn that took me probably like I don't know thirty minutes, forty, whatever it was, and I, and I had to burn the power armor core and then yes it did work i logged out logged back in i was fixed but it's annoying and and so even before that i had the other graphical glitch so people looking at me i was invisible to them except for pieces that weren't broken, which at the time was only my helmet and my arm. So they saw me running around with just a
0: helmet and an arm and no
2: body. So it wasn't a banner night for Bethesda last night for glitches.
0: No, like, I mean, even last night for me, when I was playing, I was running into a lot of issues where just things weren't, missions weren't allowing me to initiate particular sets of them. And I'm I'm not sure if maybe last night, maybe they have an issue with the servers or something like that. Uh, maybe it was the servers we were on have an issue I know with games oftentimes that are are the survival games that have this stuff on it they will actually restart they'll pick like a time of night like 2 in the morning or something like that and they'll just start doing a rolling restart through the servers to reduce some of that lag and that stuff like because you know if you had someone that just built a bunch of uh, you have to think about scripting and if you have bases around each other that have a lot of machine guns then you have one of these you know like the trash you know the trash area the garbage dump and you have a bunch of machine guns or other type of movable items. Anything anything, that becomes script heavy and then has spawns on top of that, that can create latency issues. But then you have an open world and you have 24 people that can lay down, you know, X amount of weight worth of items that have all this heavy scripting in them. You got to think if they're able to remove that, say, oh, OK, we have all these people that are at this advanced level, have all these, you know, these possible items that they can put out. Let's let's uh, let, let, let's pull the slot so that, you know, they've been playing on the server for 12 hours. Let's pull this pull the plug, have make them force them to get into a different server. And then now it's less there's less drain on the game side for that. That's kind of something that I think maybe that that follow needs to do, because I mean, and yeah, it definitely was something that was frustrating with. I didn't know what happened to base. I kept going to different servers going, okay, where's my base? Oh, wait, why is it not on the map? Until I realized, oh, I was in a map where someone had their base in the, my same location and it just put me into a bunch of like Lego pieces. I have to figure out how to put it back together. That's what we were
1: saying. Yeah. Blueprint fix. So hopefully now, because me and Rez were talking about this yesterday, I lost my camp and it actually came to me in two blueprints. So hopefully that bug has fixed. On the power armor glitch thing though, I forgot this morning and I jumped back into a power armor. <sighs> As soon as I got into it, I was like, no, 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 I can't do this. I can't do it. I got I got extremely frustrated. This is something they have to fix. They have to have to have to fix this. Or just do not get into a power armor at all. I said you, you look like uh, in between a Brock Lesnar and a bat. Because you have these big muscles now, but you also have wings. Yep. And
0: long, long fingers. Like, you look... You look like if you if you're familiar with Todd McFarlane's work, uh, he did when he did the Legends of Horror, he created his version of the Blair Witch, and so much so that in the Blair Witch sequel, or the actual the 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 that they did, which actually was a sequel to the original, they, they used that version of the Blair Witch when you you would see her, which was this long stretched out kind of creepy gnarly wooded skull creature. That's what you looked like. It. That's what you. Like you're probably, yeah you kind of do long fingers and he's just like it just it, it's kind of you're scary. very
1: mutant uh i think rez put in here you look like a gargoyle which is a very good yeah. you know uh legion legion yeah i was gonna say it looks like the legion like the, the ice cream man yeah exactly the ice cream man from legion exactly it's it's a very frustrating glitch i to the point where i just turned off the game today because me and rez dealt with it the night before and we're trying to drain it and Fortunately, I just I completely shut down the game and turned it back on to play some more and that worked for me. But uh th- they got to fix that, man. It's that's way too frustrating to do. And not only that, but you're encumbered, but you should be able to carry more because you're in the power armor suit, and then I just felt like I couldn't move. Like I felt like my character was jumping and running around slower maybe that was just me maybe it's just because my frustration level was so high this morning but uh they that's just one thing they have to jump on this and fix it I checked all their notes I checked their forms today the before the podcast they're aware of the situation they just haven't announced the when it's gonna be it's, fixed.
2: it's problem one and two the top two priority is, is uh losing your camp and power armor I think with with ease because yes. it, it burns a lot of your time so with with the, with the camp um, like I said before, I totally can understand you logging in somewhere and having somebody in your area. That's not a problem to me, you know, not being able to have my camp on that server. But if I then log off and go on to a different server, they should have my camp pop back up. But it doesn't. It's It's gone. As soon as that one time you run into somebody, you lose your entire setup? No. And then the other problem with building comes into play where you have... The item is floating. You cannot place the item needs foundation. You cannot place. So yeah, even though your pieces are in a blueprint, you can't place them. I couldn't yep. place my camp back because of those other props. So I had to. Re- I have to still redo it for a third time, and I didn't do it yet because I'm just like, Ugh. you know, I-, I I picked an area that had a junk, you know, creator machine area that you could use, um, on the property. And I was like, yeah, this is excellent. But, of course, that's why everybody else is drawn to it, too. So I had two mm-hmm. different, you know. So, I mean, I would say easily that's issue number one and then power armor issue number two. Because um, you you have to burn a lot of time either resetting your camp up or burning a fusion core. And those are two times taken away from this beautiful game. Uh, two evers. two Two issues.
1: Yeah, but you're right. It is taking time away because, I mean we're all parents here mm-hmm. we only have so much time so we're logging in hey i got time to play the game the kids you know I, yeah and it and then I'm, I'm like damn i'm frustrated i can't get out this power armor forget it i'm just gonna go play you know red dead or PUBG. you know i I can't deal with it or you know the camp my camp was missing like red says i i logged back in my camp is gone i think that's happened to all three of us that happened to you dude. yeah yeah no it has and
0: uh one of the things we were gonna going to talk about was we're gonna talk about kind of like so we're gonna jump around here a little bit from the list that we had since we're already talking about location. So camp construction and assembly. Well, you know the mobile platform. That's your ability. Drop down and build. Now, yes, your camp. You can fortify. You can do this stuff. You can build it with different materials as you find the plans for them, or you do the missions that get you those plans. Uh, you can kind of create it. Some some of the things. One of the things I find interesting. So me right now, and I said I was gonna be the master builder i'm actually the more bare bones of the camp like i'm not i'm not building it and, and situating it up to look like i actually have living space i'm i've been more okay mine's utility i have a bed to lay in if i have you know to rest and i have my my stuff to make make things in yeah i put up a couple posters and i put up uh you know uh i, I put up a, a standee that says ammo all this stuff pointing with an arrow you know I, I yeah. did that, but that was the extent of it. My my base is very bare bones. Then you got you guys, and I'm sitting there listening to Rez talk. It's like, oh yeah, he's, he's giving you know Nick, he's giving you a tour. It's like, yeah, this is my living space. So this is where I have this, <laughs> and I'm like here, it, and I'm loving it. I'm loving that stuff because that's you you're using it. You I mean it's like Legos. It's like you're building your yes. own little world, and that's something that you're doing. Now, what I found I gravitate towards is I'm like a weaponsmith. Like, that's become my, that's my jazz. Like, that's been the main thing I've done over the last 11 days is I've gone and I've hunted down particular types. Like, I have maxed out, I believe, my pipe weapons. So if you need a good pipe weapon, I can make you everything on the pipe weapon now. As far as I know, I have, I need to look up. Maybe there's a couple more things I can do, but, and then shotguns. I can almost, uh shotgun, pump shotgun, I can basically make you almost everything. And that's something that has been a big focus for me is that I want to be able to make these cool weapons. So I've been going and focusing more on being a weaponsmith and then maybe eventually I'll have like an armorsmith build and stuff too. But that's been my fun is what what get weapons can I get to? What can I do to help my friends out? We were talking about originally we're like, oh, if you, if you have teammate, we talked about this when we were talking about the beta with like if you have teammates and stuff, we need to calculate out if we, you're gonna have a regular team you play with where you build your base this way we would have we were talking about having custom areas to travel to that we could travel to without cost now that's one way to do it but another way you could do it is if you know that i built you built at the junkyard and then i build at the junkyard but we set up our camp on the same map so we build within the same area of each other so we're able to surround that junkyard if we go into a map and nobody else has a base there now all of a sudden we have a much larger base that can defend from a distance as well as when we set up and claim that camp for for claiming resources
1: yeah so if you if you're saying if we set up a workshop at the junkyard like we're all logging in we're playing multiplayer it's us three and we decide that we can move our camps around the junkyard and fortify that area that way we have access to those uh collectors and I believe at the Junkyard, it's Junk, Wood, um, Black Titanium. Yeah, Black Titanium. Is. And something else. Concrete. There's three of them. are four. Concrete. Concrete. Yeah, concrete's a big one, too. Actually, Wood and Concrete's a, a really big... Junk's a big one, too, actually, because you get a lot of different junk for items from there that you can actually scrap and get different screws and bolts and nuts and everything. That would be a good idea to fortify a location if you're playing. Now, what I was talking to Rez about before the podcast is that this morning... I decided to set up a workshop. I thought I was going to be on for three or four hours. I was going to set up a workshop. I was going to get all the collectors down. I fortified the area. Because Rez told me I can lock the collectors, I went through and locked them all because I didn't know I could lock them. I locked my door into into the area. I fortified it. And then I left. And I built my camp real close to the workshop. So if you're starting the game and you want to build your camp and you want to get resources, I highly recommend that you find a workshop You take it and you build your camp next to it. So every time you log in, you can go to that camp, start the workshop over again, start your collectors over again. If you're going to be on for a while, if you're only going to be on for an hour, I don't, you can start them, but I wouldn't build too much around. I wouldn't waste too much. And then you can go off in your adventure. And if you see somebody that's going to take over your workshop, you can fast travel back to your camp for free and then go fight off. Whoever is trying to take it. I think that is the best way to get resources the quickest um, from the beginning. But on top of that, I lost server connection after I built my workshop. And because I lost server connection, I lost my workshop. So that's very frustrating.
0: They need to put a timer on that for you to be able to log back in and just jump right back into your, your area. Like they need to do like, you know, do a three minute, like at least give you three minutes. Do a, do a three or five minute mm-hmm. time period where
1: that, that spot's held for you in case. I, I wish I could remember the article. Cause me and Rez were talking about it. I, I heard something, or I read something. Ten minutes to get back into it. I, I can't verify that because I couldn't find the article again. I wish I would have. I wish I would have saved the article. I think if you lose connection to the server, you should be able to get back into the same server. Again. I gotta
0: ask, how the hell do you lock stuff? Because I don't know how to lock stuff. <laughs> so uh,
2: when you uh you set the the you know the concrete um create resource collector down um you then select it. Um, again, and left trigger is to create the lock on it. And you can do okay. level 1, level 2, level 3, and it all creates higher resources. depending on
0: what your lock skill is? Or no. You do- oh, okay.
2: you can do it to level 3, but then it'll depend on the other person if they can unlock it with level 3. But it'll cost more resources to put a level 3 on it, but it's obviously much... I think there's, like, gears, and it, it costs something. But, um, I mean, you think about it. I think you do have a little see I'm surprised you didn't get back into the same server because if you disconnect and you're with a team and you try to quickly join back on them it'll say the world is full and mm-hmm. it'll queue you and then you will hop yeah. in like a minute later or something like that so I feel like the server thinks you're still there so it's very surprising that you were not able to go back in um but then you also think about it is well I guess they need to build it so the server even though you're not there physically it still thinks you are there so it doesn't fill your spot up with somebody else
1: like damien said there should be a time limit like three minutes or something but i mean even three minutes is a long time if you think you're going to take a break i understand but if you get server disconnected you should join back in within a minute i think that would give significant amount of time now rez i i saw on the map that my workshop was not claimed by me anymore it it said unknown now, if it says unknown, when I logged into the server, I took over the camp or the workshop when it said unknown, and it cost me 30 mm-hmm. caps, five more than it originally would cost me. Um, so that was somebody else's. So I didn't fast travel back there and to see if everything I fortified was still there, yeah. all the turrets and all the resource collectors and the generators I built to, to collect all that stuff. Because I was so far away, it was gonna cost me like forty caps or something. It was something ridiculous. So I didn't want to pay yeah. the money. So you could be right. I could I could have fast traveled back and maybe reclaimed it again. Again for another 30 caps but then again i just spent 30 caps to claim it the first time and then i got to spend 30 more
0: uh, you pay, you, your caps the caps part you have to pay the caps and you you take over whatever's been already built there yes so, yeah. yeah so
1: when i paid 30 i took over somebody already had he had minimal stuff built but that's why it cost me five more caps yeah. and i understand that and that's why i said that you should build your camp next to your workshop so that you can travel
0: of, to and protect exactly Yeah, i can't I kept, the other night when i was playing i kept having people you know they were attacking my my area or and then they would run over because they attacked me and they got flagged then they would run across to get up over the hill which was where they would go for safety well the problem was is the direction they'd go up to go over the hill i had my base there so as soon as they get out of the base they think they're safe also they're getting fired on again by my turrets <laughs> <laughs> you know and i'm
1: like okay this one. that's a good thing like you say close them in on the junk yep. Eric. Rez builds on one side, you build on the other, I build on the other. doesn't matter which location they go, they're going to get fired on.
2: I I definitely spend caps uh, too frequently, and I don't really...
1: I do too, but mine's on cosmetic items. Well,
2: well, I just mean traveling all around, but um, one of the things that I need to remember and to take part in this game is this world, they it is beautiful. This world and traveling at night, and you hear in the ambience, it's 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 really a nice um, environment they created. And the ash heap, even though it's an ash heap, I still was like kind of wowed by what I was looking at. The the the, the difference in environment um, and even the toxic lake. Like I saw a review with people were like, "Wow, the toxic lake looks crap." It's a toxic lake. I mean, what the hell? You, what are you <laughs> exactly,
0: saying? exactly. Well, one of the things you got that people don't understand. So in this game we got some new enemies and what's interesting about that is one of the new enemies is a whole enemy like class and that's called the scorched. The scorched we actually are finding out stuff about them. We know that the as Tyranny had talked about in our in our beta episode, she had found some lore. You find out that they were actually made before the before the events the nuclear waste and stuff, the nuclear blast hit and be, what happened was they were the attempt at mutating us to be able to live in a nuclear environment obviously it failed it created these zombie like mutations and what happens is as you is, this is some smiler, minor spoiler stuff because it's in a, 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 a hollow tape that you find i found this hollow tape and i was confused because and it actually changed my outlook on things uh, is that you find these ash people and but if you look at them they they have like they still have the same toxic like uh, you know toxic horns and stuff protruding from them as the as as the uh, scorched well what they are is they actually are the scorched what happens is the scorched when they run out of like a food source and stuff like that they will start to slow down their metabolism slows down and they'll go into like a hibernated state where they start to lock into position and they look like a statue. And what a lot of people thought was we thought that this was frozen, you know, NPCs and then you'd shoot them also they start shooting at you and they start running at you and it's like, well, why is that? Well, I got into some other areas, which was in Ash. I went around and I started looking around and I'm looking and I saw these Ash people that were like that in, in the same like poses as some of these Scorch and then I found the holotape that explained it and in that holotape they explain we can't let these guys let these things get out of Virginia, and so we're the first, you know, vault to wake up. This they introduce a new character, or a new NPC. Then and well, some of the people's complaints were, well, if this is the first, why are we getting new enemies? Well, they explain it already outright: is that they were created beforehand and they were created in this area, and it opens up. And as far as I know, from the way that she was talking, it sounds like we're going to be on a mission, basically to eradicate the score from existence so that they can not expand out and go outward and if we succeed then that would be why we don't see them in fallout one fallout two
1: fallout three fallout four or you know that's that would be a really really big mission or whatever you want to call it if you actually take out a whole species in the hills of west virginia if they allow you to do that i'd be i'd be so for that man that'd be awesome they go for that Plus, they could just be hill people. We know West Virginia; they look like hill people. <laughs> God. yeah. The hills have eyes. On the map, though, you were talking about Toxic Valley, and you're talking about running into the scorch that the ash heap. I've been to Toxic Valley. I've been to Ash Heap. I've been through the forest. Everybody has, but like Cranberry Bog, the Mire, uh, some of Savage Divide. I've been. I've put a lot of time in this, and this, and this game so far. Have you guys reached like all four corners no, of the No, no, not at all. Not even quite. I haven't been yeah. south.
2: I haven't been east. So I, I, I my first steps in the ash heap was last night. I haven't touched cranberry bog. Uh I haven't yeah. been south in the Savage Divide. I've been to the tippity top of the northwest. Um and that's you know, that's that's it. I, I have not I love been... the theme park. I
0: do love the theme park up that mm-hmm. that's got Yeah, it's really yeah, cool. It's yeah. got some really eerie uh Eerie atmospheric moments in that in that particular map, and what's interesting is is that the eerie moments will change based on what spawns in. And then the other thing that I had happen to me, which was the first thing I happened, is I had a roving band of scor- uh, Scorch come after me, and it was a big like gang of them, and it instantly made me think of the when they talk about the herds of the walk on the Walking Dead. I'm looking at it, and they're just kind of mumbling about up the up the road, and I'm like. Oh my God, it's a herd. And, and, and I said that, I think I was on, I think I was still playing. It was last night when I was playing with you guys. I said, it, I'm like, Oh my God, it's a, it's a herd. And I started trying to take him out. And then when I started shooting them, I didn't realize that there was another herd up above me walking and they heard. So they joined in. So I got, I got bushwhacked. Yeah, and it was just it was cool. It was a fun experience.
2: I have experienced that a couple times and we were leaving Fort Pritchard and I was with uh two other guys and we got attacked by roaming mutants and we're like, Oh man, wow, we fended them off. And then a roam a roaming Myrler curd came and we fended them off. And then another mutant one came. So that's just those are some like extra cool kind of like things that happened. Now I will mention the Xbox now. Again, I have the OG Xbox, the, the northern part um, toxic toxicly um, i have performance issues there and and, and happen again even even after launch uh, in the beta it was bad and then especially when the uh, queen the queen pops up um my and there's a there's an event that happens where you collect toxic barrels mm-hmm. um, that yeah. event is horrible on performance for my xbox I don't know what it is if it's a toxic lake I don't know um, but i would like to see uh some of that because the northern part of the uh land so far gives me problems and i haven't been to the south so i have no idea what happens down there
1: are you using the sd card on your og xbox no, no you're not i'm
2: bare bare okay. bones
1: i hear a lot of people and i know you've seen this discussion on the hot drop of uh, discord yeah. forums where they're talking about uh using the sd card for the og xbox for PUBG.
2: so maybe it's just been financial
1: no i i totally get it man uh i've seen them on sale and i know uh Shlooby, I can never pronounce say that guy's name right. Uh, I know he bought one for thirty bucks, mm-hmm. I think, or forty bucks. I don't know. So maybe that's something besides buying, you know, a brand new Xbox One X or something like that is a, a something that people with OG Xbox can try to invest mm-hmm. into.
0: Speaking of. Like $30, $35, dollars 35 dollars maybe. Uh, <laughs> Fallout 76 right now is on sale on Amazon for thirty-five
1: ninety-nine. Yeah. And they dropped it to the Ford for Black yeah. Friday. 11 days, like Rez said, 11 days after it was launched. Now that has two things. One it's a Black Friday sale and even Red Dead went down 10%. But Red Dead is still Black that, Ops 55? went down to
0: $38 at GameStop. Call of Duty always it's either Call of Duty or or Battlefield. They always drop down to almost half off around
1: around Yeah, sorry, sports games yeah, too. Sports games, sports are, games yeah. always take a big drop too. For Fallout to be thirty five ninety nine right now on Amazon, I kind of shows the blowback that it's getting from a lot of fans, yes. and that's multiplayer fans, but also that's a lot of Fallout fans.
0: Sea of Thieves is down to granted it's been out for you know it's been out for almost a year now. No, it hasn't been out for almost a year. It's been out for. Uh, eight months, eight or nine months. April last April, year. Yeah. April twenty eighteen. Yeah. I mean Sea of Thieves is down to like twenty five dollars right now, I think
1: on Amazon. Which is a good price. We had a friend, uh, Fugly, he bought the game. I think he bought it on sale, Res after black friday he bought it but i don't believe he's played any of the fallout games correct me if i'm wrong res i think he was mentioning to me uh, that he has not played in the fallout games and then he messaged me this morning he's like hey you're gonna be on and i was like yeah actually dude i, I got frustrated and turned the game off and uh, he was like okay he's like i'm loving it i jumped into this world and so for people out there that are curious about the game or kind of on the you know on the border should i buy it should i not buy it I'm a fallout fan but i don't know if i should like that 35.99 is a great price
2: yeah i I don't see it as a negative thing. Uh, it, my my original instinct it's it's not they're nervous. I don't feel that. I think I think it's a let's get those fringe people that were maybe yeah. unsure of a sixty dollar game. I don't think it's oh my gosh we're you know we're having a sales issue. I mean again we were trying to find yeah. the sales numbers before we didn't find them. But I I just I feel like it's not a reactionary thing. It's a you know. Um, uh, what's the opposite of reaction, a pro action. (laughs) Right now is
1: a good time before Christmas. Xboxes are being bought. Tactical. Let's get more. Yeah, let's get more tactical. Very, yeah, very good point. Let's get more people into the game. Let's, let's get, let's build this world up. And then as we go along, we'll get the patches. We'll, we'll, we'll build this environment up and people will be excited that they bought it for $35 or $40 or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it.
0: This is the thing. This is a game that's going to constantly evolve over time. Sea of Thieves is literally going to have a—it's going to have a PVP only version of the world coming in, where it's not a battle royale, but it's kind of a battle royale. They refuse to to say they, they refuse to say the the like the gifts or, or they refuse to say battle royale, but it's—it's it's a very quick mode. It allows you to go in and it's an arena mode. That so you can jump in, you can get all the good things to see at thieves, but you can play like a half an hour or an hour, and you come out of it with loot and feeling like you did a good 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 thing that that's, that's came with time It came with them listening to their their people. Yep. They developed the game they had the game developed, but then the game took a completely different turn because they listened to what fans wanted, and they're giving every fan what they want they This company is really good with their their fans they you know they allowed hell they allowed they brought modding to
1: console. Which is, I've already modded some guns, which is awesome.
0: Well, no, no, no. I mean, modding, as in they brought modding for like Fallout Four and stuff, and for their other games. Where yeah, you you're can, right. Can I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mods that create, yeah, that add new content, add new gameplay modes to your, or allow you to have other things. Your NPCs build amazing things for you to go explore. They they allowed that to come into game console. Yeah, they don't allow you to get, you know, uh, uh don't allow you to get achievements and stuff with it. But they allowed you to still, you. We know you want to play your game. We're not actively building more for it, but look at your communities building that kind of. Thing. They're gonna do allow. They're gonna allow that type of build to happen. Not necessarily mods. But they're gonna allow port, and they're going to take the community. You know. What we want, and they're going to listen. Pete Hines,
2: basically, you know, it, again, I, I want to rage on the impatient gamers. He literally said, "Let us just launch this game." You know, people were already hounding them for crossplay, um, for mods, private servers. He's like, "We just need to get the game launched. They need to make sure the game is going to launch and it's going to work the way they intended. Let them f- make sure that you know." They've solved the issues like power armor, things that come up, and then let them get the what they actually wanted to do going. I mean, they have to do the first part first, so just, just freaking relax, man. Just wait a second. <laughs> let the game breathe. Let Bethesda make sure their servers are acting the way they envisioned
1: and then we'll get the content.
2: It's, they said you're going to get it for free. Just can you just hold on? Be patient. On?
1: And I think we, I think we've given two yeah. different things you can look at. One is No Man's Sky, and then you're talking about Sea of Thieves, where people are being patient and they've gotten the game they want to get now. Fans of both games, uh, I know. Damien got a lot of, we got a lot of blowback when we were like hyping up Sea of Thieves. A lot of people didn't like it, but now it's a, it's almost a hugely different game.
0: It's not even, it's nowhere near the same. Like basically, absolutely not. Basically with it, what you got to look at is, is people were hyping up uh, Skull and Bones. That's supposed to be coming out. But the thing is, is that then they found out that, oh wait, I don't get to be an individual pirate. I don't get to do, just go explore and make my own guy, you know, all this stuff. When then they found out that, then they started having issues with it. Well then, see, a Thieves is like, well, hey, we see what you're doing, and mind you, they're both Ubisoft and them, the developers, and Rare have both come over and support each other fully in their games that they've been developing. But now they're they're already out. Rare's delivering before before uh, School and Bones even releases is delivering that arena mode. They're giving you that gameplay where you can take into your gameplay, you can play that arena mode that's like School and Bones. But then you can jump back into your adventure mode where you can just go around and explore, and you still bring in those prizes you won from the uh, from the arena mode, and now you can demonstrate them and show them off to the adventure players that might not be playing PvP. It's it's just cool. It's like it's, it's different options. We're gonna see a lot of things come from them. Sure, not all of them might be up, might not be your cup of tea, but it's going to be the community's cup of tea, and we're going to get different. Uh, eventually, you know, there will be different types of modes and stuff that will come into this game. Yeah, maybe there will be a hardcore mode where if you die, you lose everything, you have to start over, which would be. It's really scary, <laughs> but would be what for streamers that would be interesting. Yeah, it's interesting for yeah. streamers, uh, we got we got to understand. We live in a world where streaming is a huge form of entertainment for people that so much so that people you are the people when we talked we talked when we talked about streaming that like you when you're taking on streaming stuff like that you become people's uh, cinema you become people's tv show you're their sitcom they come to you to watch you to hear how you're you enjoy something maybe they don't they play the game but they don't have time to play it at the moment so they watch you play and that they feel something or they feel like they're getting a story as you play and you react to things they're you're their story that they're following
2: mm-hmm. going back to kind of pulling it in what can they do to satisfy me and and, and raise up raise up my rank well it, it's it's to totally look, we're supposed to be going out there reclaiming the land, building some. They need to work on the building, uh, GUI. The uh, they need to work with the crafting, they need to lessen the restrictions on building. They need to. I don't want them to raise the stash too much, but it's the budget. I want the budget to go up.
0: What they need to do is Guild Wars. It still continues to have a living story where things have changed over time and evolved. One time, a city got eradicated. Then, over the course of the next year, you saw the city get rebuilt. But then, when it was rebuilt, it still looked different than it did when it first launched. If they created a living story for us to to do that, that they go by statistics. So, like statistically speaking x amount of people they give us choices to make in a mission and you know the community community most of them made this choice now we're going to go this route and you're going to see this new this new settlement get built up that's going to have player npcs or not player npcs but you know uh human npcs from the new vault that opens up and they come out they give us that opportunity to have a living story that that overall the gamers create you're going to get something really cool
1: i think what rez is saying though is the breakdown of the menu for the camp when he's trying to build something oh yeah oh yeah the show he Like it it's says, like, you can't... Yeah, but it's like also like if you're building a wall, you can't build all this stuff, but you can build this one item. Well, just show me the one item. Yeah. And then also the categories of it are so long and you're going through... Oh yeah, turns 20 categories over to the left. I gotta go back 20 areas, you know, to get to it. I
2: get the restriction on inventory on stash size but if you're telling me that i'm supposed to be recreating something you need to give me more than this little bubble because nick you wanted to build high you can't my friend you can't it it it's very limited uh yeah it, you, you can you can maybe get three stories i'm not even sure so you can't build high you, you got the 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 floating rules issues, the the foundation rules, they need to loosen things up. I don't know if they completely do that, but they need to loosen the rules up. And then, like I said, a filter. I I only want to know what I can build. Don't show
0: me the rest of the crap. Yeah. I mean, you you can show me, but I want to filter it out. You can unrealistically build
1: high by building on stairs. That's something that Rez taught me is that on a floating set of stairs, I just build a foundation, put a set of stairs up there, and then I can build. Because I'm building on the side of a hill Mm -hmm. right now. And I liked the idea because all I had to do was get a set of stairs up and then I could put floors all the way around it. And then I could have myself a flat, big surface. And I liked the idea because we were having problems with people taking your camps or camp space. Mm -hmm. I thought nobody's going to build on the side of a mountain. Let me try this. So I I do like that idea of, of building on that. But Rez is completely correct. There is a rock in my way or a tree. I wish I could actually like clear out the area a little bit, uh, chop down a tree, mm-hmm. or select a tree inside my green circle in my camp and say remove. I you're right. The limitations are too much. They have to loosen that up by a big, a big margin.
0: But then you say all, here you also with the building increase. You also say that yeah, you wish French could build closer. So like you wish that people that way. I mean, because it's the thing is like if you have a limited resource, but I'm I'm not using very much of my resource. I'm very minimalist. Then I could say, "Hey, I'm built connected right onto you. Just add add onto your camp, onto mine. Make sure you have a Mm -hmm. wall there. But you could make kind of something where if we're logged on together, then it's a then it's a one full structure."
2: Yeah, I just want to point out they kind of advertised crafting they showed all four people together in a close area and that's not what can happen you can't have four people in a close area we, we tested it out you have you have to drop your camp further away but if you remember back to the videos you're showing all four people working on tables and we're all kind of close and that's not that can't in happen
1: the server though res is that you have to get a minimal space of so where you can build i understand it because of the restrictions of being an online only game i i totally get that but the restrictions inside the circle, like you mentioned, it's just, it's too massive. Mm -hmm. Give us some free will. Give us, I mean, if you're going to add a building concept to a game, free will. I mean, that's what we should have. I understand of getting, building up the mats and collecting all that stuff. That's the RPG side of things. But
2: if, when you're looking at the camp and you have that, you know, that green yeah. bubble that you're pushing around to kind of fit it. You would think that your player, your friend, could push up that bubble to right there. And they can't. And the, you can't. So, I don't know. It's just, it, I feel like you know, you, they wanted us to create a world, a settlement, a an area where we're all interlocking our things and you can't do it.
0: I wish, my my, my main, my only wish that I have to toss on this wish list that's different than your guys it has to do with, still with the the building and stuff like that, is I, I want... Them to have a easier system for rotating and having things click together. Yes, I wanted. It would be nice if they could if they could create something. Say if if you played like the original Forge mode in the original the the first Halo when they were where they brought out Forge, it was really like. It was nice, but it wasn't as nice as you play Halo 5 and everything clicks together. And then it's it's not that they're building it for you. It's just it registers, oh, this shape goes to this shape really well. And it'll put it in there and it'll merge together seamlessly. But then if you want to tweak it, you can tweak it. And it's really easy to do that. Sometimes it feels like it does that, but then other times it doesn't. It's like you'll have something facing you the wrong direction. Then when you try to build a wall and all of a sudden it doesn't want to link up and allow you to build on it because the lines aren't intersecting
1: correct and that gets frustrating yeah i wish there's an option when you're holding up a wall or something there's a button you can push that would rotate it almost like a 360 or rotate it yeah. around space and just something that you could do to rotate each item uh because sometimes i try to put my workbench like right next to the wall but it's sideways and i'm trying to like, jump around it
0: you can rotate it you can rotate it but it doesn't what i found is when i rotate it instead of it staying green it goes red almost every time I try to rotate. I'm like, why do I get So that's what I then? mean. I Give
1: us the option yeah. of rotating with the green. With
0: all this stuff, I still want to say, for me, it's a 7, but it has the potential much to go up higher. I am loving my experience with the game. Uh, last night was the only time that I've had so far. Like, last night, I was getting a little frustrated, but I also was super tired. I enjoy the game, like especially when I'm playing with friends. When I'm playing with friends, the game is so freaking... Fun. I've you know I've run into moments where something comes after me a scorch beast or not a scorch beat, yeah or something else that scares me so I squeal and you know that's on stream so people see it but you know it's it's just a fun entertaining it, it's entertaining and that's the thing I've been looking for like I'll go through these phases where I want to play a game and it just nothing's like nothing's just there and I feel right now that I'm being spoiled because I have games like PUBG I have games like Call of Duty that has multiple multiplayer modes that I like. And then I get games that I know that are coming out that I'm going to be testing here at the end of the month, which is, you know, Red Dead Online. Red Dead Online, I know I'm going to love. Sea of Thieves has a big expansion coming out here, uh, another big, big update coming out. And then it's like I have plenty of games to play right now that I'm having a blast with. And then I'm even going back and playing some of my old backlog games that I'm having fun with playing with a crew of people. So for me... Fallout is just setting up the right spots for me to really get an enjoyment of. How are you guys feeling about that after you guys said your, your points? And then we're going to jump into some uh, gift ideas to close out the show.
1: That's why I gave it a 5 out of 10 because I don't think this game might never be a 10 for me. So I think it's going to be an 8. So I'm giving it 3 points of, of growing room, which I think it totally okay. can do. I think that's a good idea. Yeah.
0: yeah, Easy. I think that you can do that.
2: I, I think my 8 out of 10 can... can I mean, I just feel... That this game was supposed to be for building, yes, it's supposed to be for creating. Um, If they can expand on that and make it better, the world is huge. It's beautiful. It sounds great. Um, If they can add in like northwest and this forest up in the northwest that has nothing there, there's no enemies. There's nothing. Um, They need to maybe they can flesh out those areas with anything, just something enemies, cannibals. I think with just some, um, you know, just some small things, and I think. A better system to um, navigate your lore, navigate that, your holotapes. that I Yeah, with. I agree um, with that completely. Yeah, yeah i i want to I, I want to know, and because when I'm in my workshop, maybe I'll just I'll, I'll throw on the the quest line and, and go over all of them while I'm making weapons or something like that. You can do that. I mean, kind of like, kind of like
0: being at work and throwing on geekologist radio. Yeah,
2: I mean, you can you can do that in your Pip Boy, but it's not in any order that makes sense. So if you want to look at the quest line that you did here, oh, this quest was these tapes. Let me listen back to these and make sure I didn't such, miss something from the Such board. a good so idea, dude. I, I think
0: just a, a, couple with a couple things just to flesh it out. And do got to say something that I do love is the fact that when somebody tries to PvP me and I take them down because of one of the cards that I have, I get the choice to execute them, so they'll fall down. They go, they get knocked, and I walk over to them. I can look at them, and it says execute. When I execute them, I, I love them.
1: the execute option too. That's a great option.
2: For a topic for another day is I don't really know if I think they need to address PvP on a wider range. I don't think there's enough of it, and I, and maybe there's not supposed to be. Maybe it makes sense. We don't want to. We don't want to get killed, and then you know we. If you're thinking about role playing, if you get killed you know, did you really survive in the new world?
0: No, I mean... I think they need to maybe address, like, a certain time. Like, they need to, like, give you a timer up in the corner. Like, seven days to die. You have seven days. And then on the seventh day, you have, like, an onslaught of zombies that come to attack your base. Maybe have a timer. And then every so, every so many, like, you know, like, every two hours or every three hours, uh everybody's flagged for PvP. And now for the next half an hour, it's PvP. Mm-hmm. And you take, but then... Maybe take the blip, the blips off the map or even do the kind of, you know, the the battle royale thing where it slowly a fog, a toxic fog rolls in from mm-hmm. toxic waste and gets you to where you have to be in a center area.
1: There's definitely not a PVP threat. There's none. I've run into several players no. and mostly no. it's like a guy gave me, just dropped me like this beautiful sniper weapon with a barrel attachment on it, which is like my favorite gun now. And he's like just jumping around and throw up a couple emojis. I gave him a thumbs up emoji. and We went about our places, you know. It's more like, hey, we're all from the same vault. We're all just here to to build and create, you know.
2: Well, this also could be a part of when the ge- the game breathes a little bit. Maybe there will be a a room for PvP, but it's probably got something to do with the reward system. I mean, if I just punch something, I get a a a, a bounty of ten caps. Is it really worth spending the yeah. thirty caps to get to me? Yeah, correct. And then yeah. get ten. It's got to be a yeah. reward system. It's got to be, I don't like the slap mechanic.
0: I got 110 caps off of killing one guy.
2: But yeah, I mean, I totally destroyed this guy's base. So that's, I got mad. I got mad when I logged in and I saw this base there because I knew that that meant my base was now screwed. And I got mad and I destroyed his base. <laughs> I, I, I knocked down the oh, cement that's things. I <laughs> blew up a couple turrets. So my warrant was up to <laughs> 70 or 80. Still less Then than-
0: you just leave the map. Well,
2: no, I, I know, but some I didn't. I, I traveled to the penitentiary, and some guy came to me and killed me. I was like, I'm sorry if that was your base. I was mad. He's like, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. I just needed 70 caps. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, think, I think it's uh, a couple of things. And maybe, like I said, maybe the game breathes a little bit. People finish the story, and then there's some room for PvP, but it's not there right now.
0: So next up, we're going to jump into the Christmas gifts for you geek Per, this one is Fallout-themed. Nick, let's get on with, uh, with with what you got. So
1: on the Fallout, actually, website, they have a store. It's linked, and it's called GamingHeads.com. And on there right now, the Pit Boy bobblehead toys are on sale. And I just picked one of them. There's several on sale. It's the Vault Boy uh, 111 bobblehead series. Three big guns. So this guy's carrying a giant big gun on it. I think they're cute. I love them. I like adding them to my base in the Fallout game itself. I put them on top of my roof. Just for like a teaser, like, so if you can see it far away, like, hey, here's my base. My door's locked. You know, come at me, bro. uh <laughs> <sort of> stuff. <laughs> uh, my next one is Fallout, the Vault Dweller's Official Cookbook. That is $30 on Amazon, $30.87 on Amazon. I went through the pictures on Amazon. It has some really killer artwork in there from the Fallout game, plus recipes that you can throw in there, like mutant mole rats, you know, pasta which is really interesting it's cool if silver she that would be a perfect gift for silver to get to her something like that where she could have a fallout cookbook and she can go cook Thanksgiving dinner fallout style
0: what I got I got two items from uh, think geek and first off, it's Fallout Chess. It's a ThinkGeek exclusive. I have seen this before in stores. Uh, oftentimes if you have any of the GameStop stores, because GameStop owns ThinkGeek, uh, if you go into any of those places, a lot of times you can see these in the collectible area. Or if you have a ThinkGeek store, you'll see this in there. But it's the Tactical Battlefield Fallout Chess exclusive set. And it's got, you know, you got your you got various characters from the past Fallout games in it and beasts and stuff. Uh, it's, it looks really cool. It's uh I want it. I've wanted. I've almost purchased it a few times. It comes in a tin, a really nice tin, and then you can see some of the character the uh the characters, the figurines on the front. Uh the price right now, uh save up to 42% on it. It's uh $34.99 and the sale's going on for uh, should be still going on by the time the episode comes out. So check out Think Geek and uh yeah, $34.99 for this currently regular sixty dollars. Awesome, awesome little thing. Uh, second off Right now, and I don't see how, like, I'm having a hard time. Like, I think I'm actually going to, I think I'm going to actually purchase these. Drink with your vault Tech to a brighter tomorrow. Uh, I don't know where that came from, but anyway, it's Fallout Geeky Tikis. So, (laughs) they have, Geeky (laughs) Tikis are something that that Geek has been, you know, selling for a while. Like, they have, you know, they have multiple Marvel movies and stuff like this, but these are Fallout themed, and they're really cool, and they're only $2.50 each right now. On set. Nice, So that's seventy five percent off the regular ninety nine ninety nine for the full set thirty four ninety nine, two fifty each, guys.
2: Nice. Uh, I I got I got the collector's edition guide there from Amazon. It's twenty dollars off originally forty nine. Uh, it's at twenty nine ninety nine for the prime price. I used to love to buy these when I had extra money. Um, when I was younger, I would buy these books and you know look at them on the train and 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 think about you know oh this is what. You know, oh, I, I didn't think about this. Let me look at that. Um, so I really love these books and I think that's a decent price.
0: And this is actually, this is Prima Guides. This is one of the last guides that they are producing because they are going out of business. So this is actually a substantial collector's item. So if you see this, you have an opportunity to pick it up. This is something that will go, you know, pick up a couple. This is something that will go up in value. I actually told this to some yeah. people that were follow-up fans at my local GameStop. They didn't know the primer Guys went out of business. They go, how do you know? I go, well, we follow all this stuff. I go, I run a podcast. Mm-hmm. Hand them a card for the podcast and they bought three of the uh four that they had
1: in. i didn't know this i'm gonna have to purchase one now to get the hardback the hardback's the one the
0: the one to go for
2: so i also heard that this particular Fallout 76 one was one of the best ones that they've done so it's definitely a a good pick it has a
1: lot of uh a lot of like backstory and stuff in it too little uh, littered throughout i love the lore and these books and to the artwork i love the artwork man Oh
2: yeah yeah it's un- unfortunately about that company because that's I think that's kind of went the same way with game wisp as we were talking talk about the last yep. time I was on here yep. So I think it's just the internet kind of killed them yeah you know it's unfortunate uh the other the other item I got is vault 111 socks they look badass I would love to walk around the house with those <laughs> socks on
0: uh, 12
2: bucks on Amazon.
0: Of, I'm surprised none of us put on the vault the vault uh, onesie. That was I saw that there too. I mean, <laughs> okay, but, okay, but
2: yeah, no. But I, I the socks I just think uh, you know throw some shorts on, you look like a weirdo. But hey, <laughs> Vault
0: 111. <laughs> so guys, with that, we hope you enjoyed this very special episode of Geekologist Radio, the Fallout 76 Week One In Edition. We will revisit this later on, so uh, we'll probably set. A three months three months we'll probably come back and do a checkup
1: i think i i think we should look at when they have a big patch
0: when they have yeah, when they have a big patch yeah. we'll jump in we'll talk about that if we have other games that had big patches since then we'll talk about that too so we'll do like a we'll do an episode where it's just focused on you know probably three games that have just put out big patches and we'll discuss about that but uh for that guys where can we reach everybody let's make
1: sure nick nick where can we reach you You can reach me on Twitter at Nick and PDX and on the Discord at Nick and PDX.
2: Rez. Uh, You can reach me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the D-W-N-W-R-D-S-P-I-R-A-L, The Downward Spiral, and also on Twitter at uh, The Downward Spiral at uh, Twitch. (laughs) And I,
1: I love watching Rez stream Fallout. Uh, so I haven't had a chance to play it a lot, so I've been putting it on my phone while I'm holding the baby because I have a newborn baby, <laughs> and watching Rez play, then asking Rez questions in the comments like, hey, dude, how'd you do that, man? <laughs> like, I got to figure that out.
2: I'm having a great time, man. This game is... It It scratches it. it, it yeah. The game is huge. It's fun. And, and it's people fun. just... And I'm telling... The last words I'll say is just let the game breathe. Wise words. Let you breathe and let the game breathe.
0: <laughs> you can find me on... You can find me on Twitter at Just <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Damien Nash. I'm all leaving that word. in, don't think I'm taking that All one out. word <laughs> And then uh, be sure to check out our Facebook page We have a Facebook page yes. where we post up things We talk about things uh, Next Variety episode I will be going over all things uh, Season 3 of The Last Kingdom I absolutely love that Uhtred is my spirit animal it's better than Vikings. It is so good. It's so good. Like it rates up there with uh, Game of Thrones for me. And that's just, I, I absolutely love this show. And it's a BBC show. BB, BBC show. Yeah. If you wanted to find us, where can you find us? You can find us on anywhere that you uh, you want to get your podcasts, including Pocket Cast. We got that fixed over there. You can also find us, obviously, at NinjaPancake.com, where all our other brothers and sisters are at for their podcasts. Twitter at Keekologist Radio, minus a T for character restrictions. And for this episode, guys, oh, definitely get on the Discord. Come talk to us. Hang out with us. There's lots of us over there, including Rez. He's over there. He's there. You can talk to him while he's streaming, and then he'll tell you, get into his Twitch channel and, and bug him over there.
2: Yeah, and good point. X, come on let's get these xbox guys you know let's all play together yes you can have four in a team but everybody can get on the same server yes, yes let's, we let's have done that that's one thing
0: we didn't say we can't you can get as long as you have space on the server you can keep bringing people in and you can populate your own server and let's then, do it and then do raid content but that's for another episode guys for this we are out <laughs>